Community Talk Show Podcast. I am your host, LaToya Odom. In this space, we're talking about establishing your why, being bold enough to speak your truth, speaking mental health, business, and humanitarian efforts across the globe. Do me one favor, subscribe, like, and share our Twitter, IG, YouTube, Facebook, at Vanity81 Corporation. Thank you, thank you for tuning in today. Today I have a special guest, and his name is Andre Owen. (laughs) He is from the South. (laughs) Uh, He's an entrepreneur. He also works in the corporate world. Uh, He's a grandfather. He's a father. Just a great guy. Uh, Come to the stage, Andre. Come to the stage. I am here. How you doing, Julia? (laughs) I'm so well. I'm so well. Thank you for joining us tonight. I'm just going to jump back here. Yes. Um, Who is Andre Owen? Well, well, you let in very well. I'm (laughs) definitely a child of the South, uh, a proud um, father, a proud grandfather, proud son. You said the South. I'm born and raised in Kentucky, um, specifically Crofton, Kentucky, a small town. Uh, town of 797 people to be exact. It's uh, wow. in Christian County, about an hour north of Nashville. So uh, a place I love um, and uh, a place that uh, I go, I visit as, as much as possible. Um, my family still lives there. My mom and dad still live there. Um, and uh, a lot of family live there. Um, you know, I was, uh, came up there through high school left uh after uh you know after i went to college um you know just for better opportunities obviously there's not a lot of corporations as you said you know i work in the corporate world and there's not a lot of corporations in towns that are that small but um still try to get back as much as possible and a lot of people there that i love nice nice so okay you and the one thing that stood out to me is you have started a CBD line, right? Yeah, so um, what I'm doing, I have a um, and you know, it I keep pointing back to Crofton, I have a uh, cousin who he runs a farm there, and uh, what I've been doing is kind of really just tracing him, so he's a hemp farmer, and um, it was one of those things where I was like okay, I see what he's doing. And um, it's like, wow, you know, what do you do with the hemp after, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're pro- you Obviously, you take that hemp and you get it processed. Um, you know, what is the end product afterwards? Um, you know, what, what gets done with it? You know, I'm always interested in what happens afterwards. You know, what type of products? And I sat down with them and started talking to him about, you know, what he was doing with it, what, what type of um, you know, products was he, was he growing? And he's very, he's very early, uh, you know, in the game. Uh, but, uh, we started talking about, you know, um, some people he could hook me up with. And, uh, right now, uh, I'm still early too. Uh, but what I'm trying to do is kind of be a distributor and someone, cause I'm really interested in, um, the health benefits in CBD. Uh, so I'm trying to introduce people, uh, to products that can really help them uh, health-wise. So, uh, yeah, uh, you said my own line, and that's really what I'm trying to do. Um, you know, products like um, that 
I'm trying to get people to get into like gummies, cigars, um, you know, even salves, things like that, that, you know, that they can take in small dosages and uh, that would really help them, you know, with the anxiety. Um, you yeah, know, I was going to jump in at that yeah, moment. I'm please. like, what about the mental health? You know, like, is Absolutely. this for mental health or is this for just the physical body or is this just like an overall health? Like, what, what kind of health are we talking about here? Yeah, we're talking mental health, uh, physical health. Um, there's so many um, uses uh, for cannabis that that we're just really learning about. You know, there's been a prohibition uh, for, you know, for reasons that obviously, you know, there, there are reasons that the government has, it has taken that product away. Um, and I'm not going to get into, you know, the, the whys and the hows <laughs> sure. that happened. Uh, but we know that there are some usages that are, that are positive. Um, and that there are, you know, there are ways that we can use the product responsibly to help with uh, things like anxiety, uh, and things like, um, you know, even things like high blood pressure, et cetera. Um, Are you really... around people who suffer from this? How did you get involved with just the health part of it? Where really? This, yeah, that's a great question. It was really uh, doing a lot of self-study. Um, and just getting around a lot of people in the industry and just asking a lot of questions and just getting more curious and, you know, kind of using the word woke, uh, <laughs> just, you know, just saying, hey, um, you know, the, what I found out, you know, in the last three or four years is that our people, right, in, in Kentucky where, where I grew up, um, our ancestors were really, really involved in hip, hemp um a long time ago um you know cultivating this crop and um i've read a few books here and there and found out that there were really just uh a lot of our ancestors that were really really good at um at growing this crop and this is kentucky is one of the states where uh, hemp was king at one point uh, okay. before there was a prohibition of hemp wow so tell me the transition from the corporate world to the CBD uh, family. Now, are you still combining the two or is it just like, tell, tell me that transition. What does that look like? So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I still obviously have to keep the lights on. So I still work in the corporate world primarily. And this is more like a kind of a passion play, you know. Okay. So uh, still have that nine to five, so to speak. And, um, you know, what I'm doing um, in the CBD world is really just um, after work, so to speak. And uh, I'm really just kind of finding my way as to where I, where I think I will fit. And, uh, you know, just trying to find people to link with, uh, finding, um, you know, different maybe conferences that I can attend, et cetera. Um, and then hoping that at some point, you know, is there, a, is there a point where I will be able to make a complete transition? Who knows? That's something that, you know, I'll just have to stay in prayer about, et cetera. 
but for now, um, you know, I'll just kind of, uh, you know, do what where you know, just stay in prayer and do where, do what God leads me to do. And, uh, you know, just kind of keep working, keep plugging away. Nice, nice. Listen, if you're just now tuning in, we are talking to Andre Owen. He is a, I'm going to call him a CBD guru, okay? Because he, he has figured out um, how to produce products to help you with mental illness. How important is that right now? It is probably the top of everyone's list. Uh, just uh, just by coming out of a pandemic, this is amazing, guys. And he works in corporate. So what he's saying is you don't have to be stuck in one space. Turn your passion play into a dream that you've always wanted to do. You know, I think that's amazing. Thank you, Andre. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to kind of step out of that zone and we're going to go here. What's a fun fact about your childhood? Wow, that's a great question. And <laughs> I did not see that one coming. Um, you could probably guess, uh, you know, growing up in that small town that, I, um, that I've already described, um, had a lot of cousins growing up. So, um, you know, growing up on a farm uh, like I did, um, I guess a fun fact about me is that, um, you know, I played, played a lot of sports uh, okay. and uh, was a bit of a jock. So I played, you know, basketball, football, baseball growing up. Um, yeah. And I guess, I guess I, I would say that was my fun fact. Um, okay. that I was a really, I would say a fairly accomplished athlete growing up. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. In your own words. He must increase, but I must decrease. Can you uh, re repeat that for me? <laughs> sure. Yeah. In your own words, describe what does this mean to you? He must increase, mm. but I must decrease. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a that's a great one, too. Um. He must increase, but he must decrease. Yeah, I would say that um, for me, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. No, you you got you got me on my toes here. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, he yeah. is God. No, no. Yeah. He, he oh, is no, God. I'm going to go personal life. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to uh, increase uh, my uh my my amount of my exercise and decrease uh my uh amount of junk food that i intake i'm gonna go real personal there so okay. yeah that's okay. what i'm thinking about now uh because i was i was on the fence about going to the gym tonight and yeah, uh, yeah you just motivated me right there <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you good 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 yeah. um do feelings of anxiety or discomfort around others bother you? No, they don't. They don't. Um, I think that that's, that's very normal, right? Um, I think that is, we all have those, those feelings of, you know, we question, you know, whether or not we can do something. Um, 
you know, and we just need the. Oftentimes, we we need to we need the support of others. I think everybody needs to feel. Um, you know, you just you just question whether or not you can whether or not you can do something, and sometimes it's if you have that thought and you're just thinking out loud. Uh, I mean, that's that's okay to do that. It's it's just so normal. Um, and yes, we call it anxiety. Um, we call it doubt. Um, and a lot of times it is really just, uh, that, that barrier, uh, that is, that's, that's, that's right there. That, um, that one thing or that, or those couple of steps before, um, you reach, you reach your goal. You know, and mm-hmm. oftentimes we're we're our own. Unfortunately, we you know our self doubt can be our own worst enemy, right? We talk ourselves out of doing so many things that that we have the power to do. Amen. What's changed for you since the pandemic, and what had to adjust? Oh wow, yeah, that's a great question too. Um, one of the immediate things that that changed for me during the pandemic, I had a job change. Um, I was working at a, a company that I worked for for many years, and um, it was it was initially tough for me the transition from going in the office every day to working from home. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we initially you know we we did the work from home thing, and I was doing it about eight months, and I admit to going a bit stir crazy. <laughs> and uh, and our company uh, was one of those that were like, okay, you guys are pretty successful at this. Uh, we're going to do this permanently. And for me, I was one of those people that was like, oh, this isn't going to be for me. I, I'm better off in an office situation. And I already had known just based on the tenure that I had had. Uh, at my previous company, I was going to be looking for additional opportunities anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I changed roles. Um, it was just best for me. I feel like I had kind of reached, um, I had done everything I wanted to do there. So, um, so I changed, I changed jobs during the pandemic. Um, mm. yeah. So it, it was just getting a fresh start, um, working with different people, et cetera, was, was great for me. Um, I mean, that, that was a shakeup. Um, I would say that, you know, I had to really think about my routine as well. Um, because once you get in the habit of staying in all the time, um, it really makes you think about what you do, uh, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Um, you know, are you, are you in touch with the Lord enough? Um, and I really had to get my relationship with the Lord together, um, and re rededicate. Um, and that's another thing that I did too, over the last, uh, 12 to 14 months is, uh, really dedicate, rededicate myself to the Lord. Uh, so those are two things professionally and, uh, my relationship with Christ, uh, are better, uh, during that time. What a transition that is so that is so exciting to hear, you know, um, the male species say, I want to be connected to a higher 
power than I. <laughs> that that takes on a whole nother toll <laughs> for life in general, if you did not know. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We are talking to Andre Owen. He is talking about the corporate lifestyle and how he's transitioning into his passion that he is pressing play on as of right now. And it's the CBD industry, which is taking off tremendously. And he is uh, considering for mental health. This is interesting because a lot of the CBD is for body, but he wants it to be for the mind. I love that. Love that. Love that. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for uh, coming to the stage, Andre. I do want to ask you this. Who is one of your mentors um, that has just inspired you beyond your expectations of life? Yeah, um, I have I have several in my life. I'm I'm I would say I'm blessed in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a, I have an uncle. Uh, his name is Ed. He lives in Palmdale, uh, California. He's just in awesome gentleman he is the the one thing that about my uncle ed is that um he's been very transparent about his journey and uh that has been um very very beneficial to me because we both come from the same place um we come from both come from that same small town uh but he also he moved to la um uh, very young as well um, you know, which obviously changed his life. Um, and he also, um, you know, went kind of through the same thing. He, uh, you know, went from working, uh, he was working in initially, uh, for like the water department, um, uh, in the small town that we lived in, like in his twenties, but then worked, um, at, uh, San Dimas, California, in their uh, at their water department so like a big change there right from like a small to like a larger corporation but kind of in the same industry mm -hmm. and so he went through um you know some some of the um things that you would probably would expect uh in corporate america some roadblocks that african americans tend to face um, and he had to get through some of those challenges uh, and he faced them head on. Um, also, some things that he faced uh, just as far as moving into neighborhoods because, um, sure. you know, went into L.A. and then moved out of L.A., um, you know, in one of the housing spikes, et cetera. Uh, just, you know, going to different churches, et cetera. Um, you know, he's been through a lot of different experiences. And then another thing that he really uh, was very um, transparent about was some issues that he had um, with like drugs and alcohol um, and how he had to get through those uh, to really save his family and mm -hmm. save his relationship with the Lord. And uh, when he did that, I mean, that, you know, because a lot of people are pride issues prevent a lot of us uh, from talking to other people. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And he him sharing his story with his nephew because um, he didn't have to, obviously. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you, you never do. Um, but him doing that um, really touched me 
and it made me be able to then share more of my life with my 18 year old son. Um, it made me know that, look, I've got to get more transparent with my kids um, and talk to them about more things and be a better leader. And yeah, that it made you I feel human like. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah, didn't yeah. feel like a tin man looking for a heart. You yeah. said I'm human and I and I want to experience love. And love doesn't necessarily have to mean with a woman. It can mean your family, you know? Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. You it's, don't have to be a you don't have to be a perfect leader. Right. Uh, you uh, you can you can see faults. Um, you know, you can you can come out of it on the other side. And I mean, he's a really funny dude too. So <laughs> he's got that, you know, and his love of the Lord, you know, shines through. So, um, and he, he's a praying man. He's, he's all those things. So really, really good dude. Okay. Sounds like he really motivated you to be, become a really good guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So I, I would say, well, my next question was going to say, describe an experience in your life that changed your values. But I'm going to say your uncle changed your values. I mean, that's what it sounds like, his testimony. Yeah, he, he really, uh, like, I think, you know, I'm already said it, so I'm really just restating it. He got me to really open up more um, and, you know, because there were really things that were already in me, Toya, but it was just more about, um getting me to open up and 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 speak on it and you know state you know state your testimony and and let it be known that you know you're not perfect but it's okay and um and you know just just state your truth and yeah. people will be okay with that and you know just just lead with that and lead yeah. with love and, yeah. and go with that what are some things you're researching the most right now Oh man. Um, I like to read about, um, wow. A lot of different things. I'm one of those guys that will go to the library and pick up about like six or seven books and I'm guilty of never getting through all of them. <laughs> but I'll read it. I'll read about half of them. Yeah. Um, I'm a history buff. So, okay. um, yeah, I like to read about, um, you know, different, biographies here and there um so you know i i've picked up different ones i'm gonna like take a step over and look at my look at my own library um you know i've got the war the warmth of other sons right now um i've got stamped from the beginning uh the half that's never been told um and april 4th 1968 I need to read, I need to finish reading all four of those books. Um, I mentioned them and I'm going to hold myself accountable to reading all four of them. And then we need to have a private conversation where I tell you about them. <laughs> so there you go. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm going to hold you accountable. What's your time frame? <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, uh, the rate I'm going, I probably need two months. And yeah, then we need to do a follow up where I tell you about them. Uh, but yeah, April uh, 4th, 1968, though, that's, you know, it's a, it's about MLK. It's a book by Eric Michael uh, Dyson, um, and that's really one that uh, I really need to get through. Um, yeah, when you finish yeah. that, you let me know. Let's, uh, let's do that in two mm -hmm. months. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would love to touch on that one. <laughs> um, if you could give advice to your 16-year-old self, what would it be? Mm, yes. Um, I would tell him to, first of all, um, when it comes to higher education, that expand your mindset that you can be anything that you want to be and think bigger than just going to your state university. I know I felt a lot of pressure to do <laughs> that. And um, I didn't think along the lines of different trades or trying to open a business uh, when I was young. Um, so that would be my advice to myself. I was really focused on, ooh, I'm just going to go to a big college, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I didn't think about HBCUs. I didn't think about um, opening a small business. I didn't think about being an electrician, et cetera. So that's where I would really go is to really think about what do you want to do with the rest of your life and not think about where do you want to go to school, you know? Mm -hmm. So that would be, you know, 16 year old self. And then, uh, you know, the other advice uh, really would be around um, what are, you know, who do you want to, your friend choices. Mm. That's a good one. That's a tough one. It's really tough even now. I try to tell my son in some ways, but you really can't. Um, it's hard. It's really, really hard because my, my son has good friends. So I never want to nitpick and get too, too tough because all the guys I see him around are really, really good guys. And I hope he listens to this. Um, yeah. But it's like you really want to make sure that that you are around the right type of energy because the energy that you are around really, really determines what you do and the choices that you make. Um, and you can inadvertently steer yourself in the wrong direction sometimes. So I wish I would have heard a little bit more of that advice when I was 16. Mm. Because you are a technology guy, if you could take one technology item with you to a deserted island, what would you take and why? Mm -hmm. Man. <laughs> you know, that pause is because I'm thinking about like a couple of different things, right? Um <laughs> I don't really go anywhere without my iPad. So, I mean, but like now I'm overthinking it, right? Because then I was like, well, you got to have the Wi-Fi first, right? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> um, like I, yeah, I, I need Wi-Fi. Um, is that possible on, on your island, Toya? That oh, is that's not possible for my island. If I'm on a deserted island, oh, I man. don't 
you roughing it. You roughing it on your island. So yeah, I'd I'm, rather have I, if I had technology. Yeah, I'd rather have the human mind. Okay. That's great technology. Yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, I mean, if your mind is technical, that's awesome. Not I would bring people with me. Okay, I prefer the people with the you know the beautiful minds versus electronics. That's fair. That's fair. We would have greater would... conversations. Yeah. You know, meetings of the minds. Right. Yeah. As long as you're not bringing dull people that are going to be complaining that there is no Wi-Fi. No way. You can't come. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't come. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you might not be, you, yeah, I might not be because I'm going to be like, when are we leaving? <laughs> Andre is not coming on my deserted island. That's it. It's, it's settled. Yeah. It's finished. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I want to go to like Hawaii or Cancun. I don't want to go to a deserted island. I want to go to like you know a different type of island with like you know take me to the like I don't know the oh, to the dr or something. Yeah. Tell me your favorite quote. Anything is possible. Mm. Yeah. What would you leave the people with? Um, I would leave them with. Um, Before well, you do that, hold yeah, on. hold it, yeah, yeah. Time. Tell us where we can find your CBD products. Oh, that's a great one. So um, I have a, a, a Facebook site. So um, uh, at Padres Family Hemp is the best place to get me. So go there. And uh, yeah, you can get me there. I, I have, I'm set up there. Repeat that one more time. At Padres Family Hemp. Now, tell me your favorite quote. Yes, I say anything is possible. There you have it, Andre Owens. Anything is possible. And us on the CBD products for anxiety, for mental health. I love that. That blew my mind when I first heard it. I had to have him on my show, and I did. I'm so grateful that you came and you shared your wisdom about your fatherhood, about your uncle, about your, just your inspiration. You are such a light. Thank you, thank you, and thank you again. If you're just now tuning in, we are signing off. Thank you for tuning in for Vanity Talk Podcast Show. I am your host, Latoya Odom. This has been such a joy and a pleasure. I'm just going to tell you this. Good night and God bless.